music. I'm not a gamer. I don't know how this works. I think this is working. It's so confusing. I'm not a gamer. I don't know how this <laughs> it's actually works. working. I think it's actually working. If anyone's in the chat, let me know. Let me know. Ask questions, topics you want me to cover. I got a little lesson plan planned out. I think this is working. <laughs> I hope this is working. This is so much more confusing than Instagram where you just click live. You just click go and it works. Um, but, um, <coughs> if this doesn't work, I'll just, I'll just save it. And as always, it'll be on my BitChute channel, uh, bitchute.com slash Sean B planet, uh, youtube.com, my channel on YouTube. Um, find all my podcasts on the Sean B planet channel on, uh, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, Google podcasts. I think that's all of them. SeanBplanet.com. Send me handwritten notes, letters, questions, topics you want me to read on air in future streams um, to Sean Corey, S-E-A-N-C-O-R-Y at uh, P.O. Box 330172, uh, Nashville, Tennessee, 37203. Um, if this is actually working on DLive, I don't I didn't really get that you didn't just stream on DLive. I didn't know you had to like download software and stream on the software and then the software sends it to DLive. So I'm kind of looking at DLive chat room. I think it might be on delay or something, but uh, just let me know. <laughs> let me know if you're here and I'll see you. Hopefully it'll update and stuff. Um, but yeah, in the meantime, let's start talking about some interesting things, guys. Um, as always, faith, loyalty, hope. Uh, stay true to him, stay true to yourself and your promises and just be optimistic. Things are going to work out. Things are going to be good eventually. Uh, if you just keep rejecting the fear, rejecting the despair, staying optimistic and looking forward, looking up and looking forward instead of down and behind, uh, life will start to work out for you. <laughs> it's so crazy, but it will. Um, let's get this over a little bit. This is weird on the phone. The phone, you can just look at the phone. This, is, I have to like look up at my camera. My camera here. So sorry if my eyes are all over the place. Um, I'm here at Brentwood Baptist Church. It's uh, my employer. It's my new church. It's an amazing place full of amazing people in an amazing city. I love every second here. It just fills me with joy. Like every moment I'm here, it just fills with joy. Um, Let's see, people are, oh, DLive sending me. Welcome to DLive. Please make sure you've read our welcome letter. Nah, I'm good. If you need help or want to meet, <laughs> I probably should. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, if you need help or want to meet more DLive community members, head on over to our Discord. Um, I always hear people use the word Discord, but I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I'm so not tech savvy. It's insane. But, um, yeah, I guess I'll just get started with my little uh, lesson plan here. Hopefully people will come in or see this at a later date. And I'm not just talking to myself for a while. But um, as always, just be good, do good, love and be loved. It'll really just change your life for the better. <laughs> Following those simple steps, those simple rules. Um, 
And I want to talk today about finding the North Star, finding a compass, a moral compass in your life to help guide you through all the rough times, all the bad times, and to keep help you keep the faith, help you be loyal in your contracts and your promises, and to just keep be hopeful and optimistic and looking forward and looking up to a better and brighter future. Um, we need to find a North Star in this dark and broken society. And I believe the North Star, the best North Star to find, the best place to have your compass point is towards Christ, towards the word of the Bible, and towards just logos in general, the truth that is that which can be found in the Bible. I was very in denial of this forever, <laughs> for 28 years of my life. I thought that Christianity was a scam. I thought it was bullshit. I thought everything about it was fake and phony and anti-science, anti-humanism, just being a good person. I thought it made people nasty and gross and mean. And this past year has proven me <laughs> everything about it's just proven me so wrong, so wrong in so many ways. The truth to me now is just like undeniable, so undeniably wrong. <laughs> I don't know. Um, the more life gets me down, the more that life tests me and the more trials and tribulations I go through. And I guess I just realize how much more happy and healthy I've become just loving and trusting the word of Jesus Christ. And I'm obviously trying to spread that news <laughs> and the revelations I've found and the feelings and experiences I've had with you guys and give you some advice I have. Um, as always, I'm not a preacher. <laughs> I'm not a pastor. I'm not a scientist. I'm no scholar. I'm not an expert. I'm just kind of sharing the knowledge I'm finding, the truth I'm finding in my heart and my soul based on my personal life experiences. Um, happy New Year, guys. It's a new year, 2020. <laughs> the vision the vision is opening up for people. I can already see it already. Uh, people are coming to me with problems and, or just not problems, but people are coming to me wanting to overcome things in their life, their problems in their life, and asking me about Christ and with a genuine heart, with a genuine open mind. And it's been two days. <laughs> so I think this new year is like magically opening up people's eyes to wanting to find the truth and searching for the truth. And I do think this year, I do think Satan is real grumpy right now. I think Satan is not having a fun time. I think people are waking up and finding the word and finding the truth. And, you know, Logos is rising in general. And Jesus is cool. <laughs> Jesus is cool again. And I think it's making Satan real scared real scared and shaky these days. And I think because of that, this year is going to be just one full of anger, negativity, jealousy, judgmental and criminal behavior, and just a lot of violence. Um, I think it's all about to intensify. I think Satan is his power over people, his brainwashing over people, um, the satanic lullaby that's kind of like engulfed this country and the people here for a while are going to start, it's going to start to drift away. That lullaby, that spell cast over us that has just made us, you know, non-believers very anti the truth and the light. And even believers have just kind of been put to sleep. They've been silenced. They've been shamed into just being silent. And I mean, just that word, being ashamed of, of being a Christian and having faith and speaking up and speaking the truth. And this year is starting to open eyes. I think it's starting to open hearts. People are starting to get their confidence back and they're like 
just general faith and their love of faith back and their willingness to just be like this, speaking and preaching about it on a live stream is coming back and filling people's mouths, you know, and um, Satan's not going to like this. He's not liking it already. He's not going to like it. And um, this is supposed to be a big year for him with the election. I think it's going to be real team red, team blue attacking each other and um, probably war picking up. I mean, there's always war drums beating and stuff like that. And, just in general, sports teams, there's always just something to fight about. Race, racism, sexism, all the isms that aren't real. Um, I think everyone's starting to wake up to the fact that this is all nonsense and it's all manufactured and being pushed on us to divide us so that we can be conquered, so that we can be easily ruled and manipulated by the ruling class. I think the ruled class is starting to wake up to the tricks and the schemes and the weapons used against us to keep us docile and keep us obedient. And this is happening. <laughs> Conversations like this are being shared and being, you know, taking place on Satan's playground. The internet, the, the screens are um, no longer Satan's controlled or preferential controlled place of satanic worship and spreading the fear, spreading the hate, spreading the jealousy and the the resentment towards each other, the negative thoughts, the e angry, evil thoughts are not being spread as much as he would like, I think. And he's not going to be happy about that. So I think we're going to see a lot of like violence, a lot of evil nastiness coming, you know, just being like bombarded through the screens, through the news and through the politics and through the, through the YouTubes and all that stuff. I think you're really going to see an uptick in Satan telling his, telling the children, telling the brainwashed masses of his to just really bombard and attack us with evil, negative, nasty thoughts. And I think as a result, it's going to wake us up. I think in this year of chaos and despair, a lot of people will be asking themselves for the first time questions that only the Bible can answer. And it's going to be beautiful. <laughs> I think the blowback from Satan bombarding everyone with nasty, negative, evil thoughts is just going to wake up all of us who are just naturally just good people, good, loving people. I think for the first time that like a rubber band, things are going to snap back and people are going to start to really start to question what's, what's going on. <laughs> what's up with this? Why is everyone so nasty and angry and evil? And what can I do to stop it? And I think that Jesus is a good place to start with it. <laughs> I think <laughs> Jesus was so based and just kept it real. He was so loving and positive. And he just has the answers for your problems and your needs. And he listens. He listens when you cry out with a humble heart and a humble, humble soul for him. And you repent for your sins. You really think about and focus on and ask for forgiveness for all the wrongs you've done to yourself and to others and to him, to his word, to his grace. And I don't know. I think people are going to start to do it. I think people are going to start to have tough conversations and the tough thoughts that they haven't had and be pushed towards those with all the negativity and anger and violence and bloodshed that's about to be spilled. And the 2020, the magical year of the 2020 vision is going to wake people up. <laughs> I think people's eyes are going to be open. And when those eyes are open, they're going to start looking for answers and for solutions to their problems. And they're going to start to realize that the hole in their heart is not being filled with science and with politics and with news and with Hollywood videos and all this bullshit. All the computer screens are not going <laughs> to, as we wake up in the year 2020, as our vision increases in 2020, I think we're going to start to realize the screens here are not the ones that are uh, helping us and going to be the solution to our problems. 
and that they're actually causing them, that they're actually the ones pushing all the despair and fear and negativity into our, into our brains and into our hearts. And I think as people start to ask what's up <laughs> or wonder what's up and what's going on and what, what, what solutions can be had for their problems and their pain and their suffering, I think they're going to start to look to the Bible. And I think we need to start promoting it and stop being scared and stop having this satanic lullaby in, you know, engulfing us and um, just be willing to speak up and speak the truth and be like, Hey guys, this is the light in the way and be willing to reach out to our family and friends and just kind of, you know, hand them a Bible if they need to, or send them a YouTube video, <laughs> use Satan's weapons against them if, if need be. Um, where people explain what's happening in the Bible and what the truth is and how the word of Christ is, can help you in your everyday life with even the most of, you know, minor, minute problems. And this is going to be the year where our confidence comes back and <laughs> we're willing to do what's tough and what, you know, the tough love that's needed to solve our problems instead of continuing to run away from them. Um, I think we need a moral compass and the Bible is a good, good compass. <laughs> like in the, what is that? Pirates of the Caribbean where that compass is just like spiraling in every direction. And, you know, the truth is it points to what you want the most. I think that's kind of true with Christ. I think this whole world is just chaotic and crazy and constantly spinning everywhere. And if you really just start to set your heart and mind on, Christ and Logos and the word of the Bible, I think it just becomes clear what direction you need to head in and um, what book you need to start reading. And it took me a long time to realize it. It took me a long time to just stop being a uh, smarty pants. Uh, I have things figured out. I know better than I know more than you idiots out there and humbling myself and just kind of like opening the Bible and reading the gospels with an open mind or an open heart. And it's improved my life in every single way imaginable. I don't, <laughs> I don't really know what else, what other way to put it. I mean, I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for it. Um, I would have given up a long time ago and it's given me confidence. It's given me love. It's given me compassion and care and just like a general self, like a general feeling of just self-respect and self-worth. And I think it will help you too. I really do. Actually, I don't think I know it will help you too. If you really start to like use it as a compass and use it as a, like a, like a, a light in the dark, a flashlight in the dark to help guide you through this crazy chaotic time we're living in. Um, you're going to find it. You're going to find the faith. You're going to find that loyalty works and you're going to have hope. It's going to be awesome, guys. Um, read the Gospels with open eyes. Find the truth in your heart and don't listen to your corrupted thoughts. Don't listen to the computer screens tell you who to be mad at or what to hate today and who your enemy is and what where, what evil really is. I think if you read the Gospels and truly absorb the information and start like wondering what the information is itself and how it can help you in your everyday life, it's going to be a very strong compass, <laughs> a very strong directional path to follow. Um, some little thoughts I had. Um, you can't stop a bird. And I mean, birds are gross anyways. We all know that. It's just a fact of life. Birds are gross. Hashtag birds are gross. But you can't stop a bird from flying over your head. Uh, but you can stop it from building a nest in your hair. And I think the same goes with thoughts. You can't stop thoughts. <laughs> your brain is just, especially in this day and age where we're trained to just focus on so many different things all the time and 
you know, our, our brains are just kind of attracted to stimuli happening all the time, colors and stuff, and sounds and sights and noises from our screens. Um, you're not going to be able to overcome thoughts. But what you need to do is just learn to let them pass through and pass over you and really just focus on the truth in your heart and really finding what resonates as true and what's what's loving and feels right in your heart. And that's God. I mean, that's God talking to you. That's the word, the truth, the logos talking to you and filling your heart up um, with the light. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. Just don't let don't let it build. Don't let the thoughts resonate. Don't let the thoughts gather and, and corrupt you. Don't let those evil thoughts really build up in your mind and corrupt your mind and lead you in the wrong direction. Um, read the Gospels for yourself with an open mind and let the truth kind of let the actual truth seep in and into your soul and not those silly little thoughts telling you <laughs> things are wrong. Um, yeah, let thoughts come and go. Don't let them take root unless it's the truth planning inside your heart. It's kind of what I've been saying. Um, I wanted to touch on this because, again, I'm not like a biblical scholar. I'm still learning, guys. <laughs> so if you, even if I'm wrong or something, please correct me. Um, again, that's Sean Corey, S-E-A-N-C-O-R-Y, P.O. Box 330-172, Nashville, Tennessee, 37203. If I'm wrong about something, if you have Bible verses you want to send me, some information you want me to look into, topics you think I should cover or that I should just know from my own self-improvement, send them to me. Send them my way. I want to know. I want to get better. I want to be proven wrong. <laughs> I'm searching for the truth myself still. And uh, I'm just sharing what I think and know to be true and what I'm finding every day, like the little things that I'm finding that are helping me and that I'm you know, having conversations with people I respect and love that are helping guide me and positive, good directions, what I believe, <laughs> what I believe to be good directions. But again, that direction, I mean, you just know you're in the right direction when you're following Christ, when you're heading in the direction of the logos of the Bible, you start to, I mean, everything else doesn't really matter because you just know the direction, you know where you're headed and where you're going and everything else is cute and fun and friendly. It's good sightseeing along the way, along the journey. But as long as you stick true to that path, stick true following the North Star, you know, just follow it. You know it. You know you're going to end up in the right place. But it doesn't hurt to take in the sights and sounds and the scenery around you at the same time, and you know, enjoy enjoy the, the journey. <laughs> but stick true to the path. Stick true to the line. Um, I wanted to touch on this because this is very important to me. That everything matters. Everything matters. Every word, every decision, every moment, it all matters. Like it really, truly all matters. I think this is the year where we all need to stop saying it doesn't matter. Oh, it doesn't matter. Whatever. Oh, whatever. It doesn't matter. It does. It, it really does matter, guys. Every little second matters. It's so crazy. I never thought it did. I always brushed it off. I've always, you know, just struggled with like addictions in my life. I've been addicted to everything smoking drinking smoking everything drinking different things sugary drinks alcohol um sex porn just addicted to pleasuring myself at all times temporary pleasures and i would always just excuse and justify it with i mean i guess i would just excuse and justify my destructive behavior by saying it doesn't matter <laughs> it doesn't matter oh whatever it doesn't matter oh, i'm having fun it's making me happy it feels good man feels good, man. Oh, yeah. 
Life's great. Look at how great it is. Look at how fun this is. Smoking weed. Oh, yeah. I'm feeling so good. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter, guys. Chill out, bro. Oh, whatever. And, um, you know, just saying life's too short. Just telling myself, like, I'll quit next week. Oh, whatever. It's okay. I'm indulging myself right now, but I'll get better. I'll quit next week. Everything will work out. And, you know, it's not that bad. Everyone's doing it. It's cool. It makes you look cool to smoke cigarettes outside of the outside of the nightclub at night, you know. And oh, it makes me feel good. Feels good, man. You know, hashtag feels good. And basically, I let a lack of care and a lack of self-respect, all the thinking, all those silly, irrational thoughts that weren't the path, that weren't truly sticking true to the compass and the light and the way. I let all those detours literally destroy my life. It made me fat. It made me sad. It made me angry. It made me depressed all the time. And the temporary happiness was just that. It was temporary. It lasted for minutes. <laughs> and just thinking and telling myself it doesn't matter was not good. It was not healthy. And it literally almost led me to kill myself and or just kill myself. Just being a dumb idiot driving on the road, being reckless and stupid because it doesn't matter, guys. You know, it doesn't matter. And oh, all this harm I'm doing to myself, whatever, bro, YOLO, you know, uh, it doesn't really matter, but it does. It really does. It truly does. Every second matter. Every little decision you make, it truly does matter. It all adds up to the journey and the light, like the life that you're living and the path that you're on. It all adds up every single second. Um, I wrote here that once I realized that it does all matter, I realized it all matters. I understood that life is amazing, truly, that every second can be truly beautiful. And I finally learned how to appreciate myself. I finally learned how to love others. And I learned how to be thankful for everything all the time. Just this, just even the little moments of just letting my, my church letting me record in here. You know, it's like so awesome. <laughs> oh, I have a four walls in a room, you know, or whatever. It's kind of stupid and silly, but it's so... It feels so good. It feels just feels so awesome that people are letting me do things, that people are giving me a chance, giving me a break and taking time out of their day to help me accomplish my goals and my dreams and my vision. It helped. It really feels good. <laughs> it feels so good that like people take time out of their day to like see you and help you and recognize you as a person and help you grow and help you accomplish things. Um, just every little thing. I mean, someone holding a door for you or something just becomes an awesome little moment. <laughs> you really start to appreciate little acts of kindness throughout your day and just little smiles people give you, eye contact. I mean, little things really start to feel good instead of, you know, oh God, everything sucks. I just need to go home and smoke, man. I just, oh God, I need to go get drunk tonight. You know, man, I can't wait to get off work so I can go have a shot and a beer at the bar or whatever. Just the little things, just taking a breath of fresh air <laughs> starts to really be worth it. It starts to make it worth it in your heart and in your soul. And I don't know, it's one of those things you can't really explain until you feel it, until you've overcome the, the hardships, you've put in the hard work to get there, to reach that point. And you'll know what I'm talking about, I guess. But I can't recommend enough. Start appreciating every little moment. Start being thankful for every moment you're given here, every breath you take. Every sight you see, every person who does any little bit of kindness or a little bit of help to you, help for you, um, 
you just start to naturally appreciate these things and the love that radiates through you as a result is undescribable. It's unbelievable. All that temporary high, that temporary drugs, the temporary sex pleasures and all that stuff is unbelievably stupid now. <laughs> Looking back on that, it's so stupid that I was that I thought that was the meaning of life and that I thought that was what was worth, you know, what was worth living for and working for and spending money on and time and energy on. It's so crazy that now just the little things like someone smiling when you're walking by them really make you happy. <laughs> Genuinely, truly make you happy and not just a temporary smile on your face. Um, live for those beautiful, joyous moments and just push through and overcome all the tough ones. Um, I love the phrase, uh, smooth seas never made a skilled sailor. I think those tough moments are something that are required for you to appreciate and love things. I think the hard work is required for you to appreciate and love the small little comforts in life, the beautiful moments, the, you know, watching your kid walk for the first time moments or, you know, just watching your, your kid be born for the first time moments or, um, you know, stepping on the scale after you've put in months and months of hard work in the gym and seeing that number finally you know, dropping <laughs> those little moments. It's like, it takes those months of hard work. It takes waking up early and pushing yourself to finish every workout and not cheat and not, you know, do this or that to cut corners. And then you see that number on the scale. It's this unbelievably strong sense of accomplishment that makes it, it makes your life so much worth, makes your life worth living for sure. It really does. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, in general, I think like phones and like our, our technology lead us to want to multitask and, um, you know, just constantly be stimulated by everything. I, I do it a lot. I like have to have like my hair, earphones in with like music or a podcast going while I clean my house. You know, I can't just clean my house and appreciate that moment of being alive, just in general, being alive. And then in general, like having a house and then in general, like you know, being, working hard and making it clean and having that sense of accomplishment of it being clean. Um, I have, a, I struggle with it. I feel like we all do. We've been so bombarded by technology and stimuli that it's tough to not try to multitask all the time, but there is a very purifying, gratifying sense of just righteousness, I guess, just a feeling of joy when you really just sit down and appreciate whatever you're doing, what, and really focus on and give your energy and attention to the, the task at hand, the thing you're doing right now. Um, there's just something really special and cool about it. And that's something I'm working on. That's definitely something I still need to work on. I can't really go to the gym and um, run five miles on a treadmill without listening to music. You know, I just really need some beat in my head, to, you know. Um, but I'm going to start not. I'm going to start trying not to because I think that just that sense of being focused on the moment and understanding and realizing and appreciating the, the hard work that you're doing, the thing you're pushing through, the thing you're overcoming makes that sense of accomplishment afterwards, that sense of, I did it. It's over. <laughs> I did it. It's over. I improved. I gained. And then you can see the gains coming on the scale or, you know, in the arms or whatever, whatever improvement you see. I think it makes it so much more so much more meaningful and every little second of that matters. It really does. And I'm learning to be real appreciative of every little moment, even the tough ones, even the hard ones and the sad ones. Um, 
again, I'm homeless. <laughs> like I literally sleep in my car and it's cold at times and it's kind of, you know, a little depressing and I can't really stretch out the whole way. But um, maybe not depressing, but it's a little saddening, you know, in my temporary state. But it's also like unbelievably humbling and I've learned to just start appreciating it. Just the fact that I'm alive and that I'm breathing and that I'm going to bed and waking up the next day is amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. It's just crazy how I've been become so appreciative of just the fact that I'm alive and living and breathing. And I don't even have a bed. Like I don't even have four walls and a roof. Like I don't have warmth in my life when I go to bed at night. And yet I'm finding ways to just truly, like, I'm not saying this, I'm not trying to be cool or hip or funny or whatever. Like it just truly finding and being thankful for just the life, just being here and having this and having this ability to, I mean, this is all temporary because I'm working on right now, actually like getting a house, getting an apartment, but just, yeah, that, just having that chance. Having the moments right now and in the future of working hard, putting in the hard work, suffering through a little bit, pushing through all the tough times in order to come out in the end with a beautiful house, a beautiful apartment to call my own. Um, it's going to make this journey, it's going to help me see and help me appreciate what I will have in the future. And just that ability alone is amazing. <laughs> it's awesome. It feels so good. Um I don't know. I don't even really know what I'm saying right now or how to really truly convey this, but I just think every little moment matters. I think every, even the tough times, even when you lose a loved one or when your life is rough and sucks and you're sad and you're depressed because of your environment or because of like what people are doing to you or just, you know, having compassion for the circumstances around you, like the people around you, um, it's tough, but I think if you really try to focus on just being thankful for just even the fact of being alive and just the fact that through the tough times, you'll find happiness and you'll find appreciation in the future. I think if you start focusing on that or understanding that, your life is going to be just so full of joy and happiness. It's crazy saying I'm homeless and happy. I don't even know how to really explain it, but something about it really makes me happy and appreciative of this, of just being alive and having a future um in a weird way <laughs> i don't know i don't really know i don't know if i'm making sense right now um so I'll just move on but i wanted to touch on a little bit of just having faith and being faithful and being willing to sh share your your faith and the faith and the truth of the bible with people um something i always have been scared of sharing my thoughts because I always wanted to be rich and famous. And if you are controversial on the internet, you get your fancy pants and your lollipops taken away. You get your opportunities and your money taken away from you. You get deemed controversial and you get censored and you get limited and you're deemed too risky to make money with corporations and advertisers and stuff like that. And I've always just been scared of, you know, fucking my career up by being Christian. <laughs> and I'm over that. Obviously, I'm over that. And I'm trying to share my truth and my light with you guys and my journey with you guys and inspire you guys to join me in just not being scared anymore, not being scared of being a Christian and not being scared of sharing it, your faith with people. Um, I think... In terms of convictions and kindness, I think we should not enable, don't enable um, 
you know, terms like in love, there is no wrong saying stuff like that, I think is dangerous. Um, I think that if you just kind of are loosey goosey with your direction, your, your moral compass, and you justify everything by just saying, if it feels right, it feels good and it's okay. Um, bad comes out of it. Harm comes out of it. Uh, Charles Manson said that quote in love, there is no wrong. And we all know it he ended up doing you know it's like you can kind of use that phrase to justify whatever evil you want to do um because things become relative things become whatever your moral whatever you think or say is the right thing based on love can lead to destructive things for other people same thing with enduring um I think this is a big failure of the boomers and it's a big failure in my family personally, where if we don't talk about it, then it's not a problem. And I think that's just a mindset of just enduring, um, enduring through the faith and it leads to a lot of problems. I mean, that's why the boomers fucked up. That's why our generation is still suffering because we refuse to actually tough tackle the tough tasks and overcome our failures, like re realizing and recognizing and being open and honest about the harm we cause or the failures we have that lead to problems. I think our lack of admitting that there's a problem leads to never solving it. <laughs> and um, I don't really know where I'm even going with this, but I also wanted to just say like, don't enrage. Um, the mindset of like hating the sin, punishing the sinner, leads to nothing but death and destruction. Um, it leads you to believe everyone's an enemy. And that's just kind of why war and bloodshed happens. Everyone becomes not your justified, right, correct way. If you're not following the, the, the North Star, the right path, you can just start justifying and making everyone around you an enemy because they're not doing what you do. And I think that's a very destructive and deadly mindset to have. I do think we should engage. <laughs> so don't enable, don't ignore, don't enrage, but engage. I think if you engage the whole person with the whole gospel of Jesus Christ, anywhere, anytime, and with anybody, things will work out, things will get good, things will be better. Um, always point people and always point yourself in the direction of the true North Star. The light that's in the darkness, the love in this cruel world, and the truth in this culture of lies. Um, stick true. Stick true to the right path. Stay on the path. And don't be ashamed and afraid to tell others that the path is right, the path is true, and that the path is helpful. And that's what I'm doing here. <laughs> that's the goal of all this. <laughs> like, I've found the path. I'm on the staircase. I'm making my way up the steps and towards the light. And I'm realizing it and I'm recognizing it. And again, I have a long way to go. I have a long journey ahead. I have a lot to still repent for myself, a lot of harm and damage I've caused myself. I've caused people around me in my environment and just the crimes I've committed against him and against his name. Um, I still have a long way to go. I still have a long way up the staircase, guys. <laughs> but I am finally on the staircase. I'm taking it step by step. I'm going, I'm working hard. I'm going up and up and up every day. And I'm starting to see that there's a light. Like I'm starting to see the North Star in the distance, the light at the top of the staircase. And it's starting to fill me with happiness and joy. And the fear and despair is just being released and, and um, dissipating from me. And 
so I want to share that. Like I really am trying to give you guys in my dumb, goofy, idiot, <laughs> best way possible in front of a brick wall on a live stream. I don't even know how to operate really. Um, I'm just trying to help show you and teach you guys, or not teach you, but just show you and help you understand that I think I found the North Star. I found that the compass is pointing in this direction and I'm following it for the first time ever. And it feels so good. It feels so right. And everything has helped and worked around me. Um, my path is true. My path is right. It's so clear and obvious now. <laughs> and I want to help. Like, I want you guys to join me. And I want you guys to not... I got, want you guys to... I do want you guys to join me on it. Um, just heading towards the true North Star that is Christ our Lord. And if you need to reach out and talk to me and ask me for advice... I'll be here. I'll be here willing and open. Send letters to my P.O. box, hit up my DMs on my social media accounts, and we can make this journey together. I'll hold your hand on this journey. No homo. <laughs> I will walk you through and help you on this journey, and I just know it's the right direction ahead, finally, in my life. I, it took me long enough. It took me 28 years, but I finally am headed in the right direction, on the right path, and I'm not ashamed to say it. I'm not afraid to say it at least anymore. <laughs> and I want you to join me. I truly do want you guys to join me. Um, and at the very least, I want you to see it for yourself. You don't have to walk next to me on this journey with me. Um, you can follow behind me. You can lead ahead. You can help, help lead me down the path. But just recognize that the true North Star is in the Bible and that if you just start following it, follow that direction and everything else, all the thoughts, all the scenery, all the environment, the chaos around you, the despair, the negativity being thrown at you from your computer screens and from everything along the path. Um, if you learn to overcome it, you learn to reject it, and you start to ask for help and guidance and stick true to the direction of the North Star that is Christ, things will start to work out and be good for you. Um, it really will. It really, truly will. And I wanted to get into a whole big thing. I don't even really know how to say it, but um, I'll probably say, I'll just save all this for the for uh, my next stream, I guess, when I truly figure out DLive and when people are actually here in the chat room. But uh, in general, um, the word of Christ, the word of the gospels, it can be confusing. The plan of God can be puzzling and frustrating, but it's never wrong. It truly is never wrong. It only appears that way to our minds. We want to make sense of everything, and sometimes we just can't. The compass is always true. And Jesus, like the North Star, is fixed and is certain. Um, John 14, 6 is, says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. And I want to say again, Jesus, like the North Star, is fixed and certain. If you start reading and understanding the word, the tried and true tested word of 2,000 years, that is Jesus Christ, our Lord. If you start to really, truly read and accept it as the truth, the guiding logos that is a tried and true effective way of building impressive, magnificent civilizations and making people happy and loving, making strong families and you start to see that Satan doesn't like it. <laughs> Satan tries everything he can to just destroy us and break us down and lead us away from the path and steer us away from the path and the light. Um, 
you'll start to see improvements in your life. You'll start to feel happy. You'll start to feel good. And the light will be found, you know, in this darkness in this dark and chaotic and crazy world, the light will be found in the truth, the fixed point that is Jesus Christ's word. And yeah, um, in general, trust the compass, go towards North star, go towards it. Don't be scared. Don't be afraid of it. Don't be scared of it. Um, Find his light and forgive and forget the rest. And again, if you need help, I'm on this journey myself. I need help myself. I'm not afraid anymore. I'm not ashamed anymore to ask for help and humble myself before intelligent, smart people who have read and understand the Bible and have had these discussions for a long time in their life um, with other smart people who aren't afraid and ashamed to share the truth and the light. And for the first time, I'm finding answers to problems and I'm overcoming a lot of just brainwashing in my life, a lot of like poor parenting and just, you know, a very just in general, like weak and immoral family and environment. I've always been in very like just lost and broken cities in general that have strayed away from the path. And now that I've kind of found a home in a place that's very loving and loyal and sticking true to the path and the word of Christ. It's undeniable that I'm happy (laughs) that I'm loving, that I feel right. I finally feel like I have a place in the world. I finally feel like every, every second, every moment of the day matters. It really truly does. And it really just starts with finding an understanding that Christ is the North star and is the direction of the compass that you need to head in and just follow it. Just follow that path. Keep working hard, even when the going gets tough, even when it gets um, scary at times or um, questionable at times. Just keep heading in that direction. Keep reading the Gospels. Keep understanding it. And if you need to talk to me, I'll be here. If you need to talk to, there's a lot of really good videos out there on YouTube and BitChute and stuff about um, the Gospels and people kind of breaking down Scripture. Um there are good apps out there. I don't really use the apps, but people keep recommending apps for me that um, do a good job explaining explaining the word and explaining the truth. And um, I mean, now that I've found this home at this church, Brentwood Baptist Church, I'm having conversations with people that are really opening my eyes to the light of the Lord and truly making me happy, <laughs> truly giving me guidance in my life. And it's amazing, guys. Life is amazing. It's amazing. Um, so I guess that's all. I don't know, really know how this all works. Um, I don't see anyone doing anything in the chat, so people might not even be here, but I'm going to save and show this on BitChute as always. So you can find me at bitshoot.com slash Sean B. Planet. That's B-I-T-C-H-U-T-E dot com slash S-E-A-N-V-P-L-A-N-E-T. You can find all my replays there of all my videos. Um, I keep saying it, but I think I'm just going to be on YouTube until they kick me off um, or until I just get sick of having two different uh, replay channel streams. But you can find my channel and all these videos as of now on my YouTube, Sean V. Planet on YouTube. Um, follow me here on DLive. That's DLive.tv slash Sean V. Planet. And you can find all my audio podcasts. They're going to be a little different than this. They're definitely not religious themed. They're more um, funny and controversial. And we talk about interesting things, conspiracy theories, news, politics. I interview people. I always have guests on where I interview them. 
Um, one of them's called one of my shows on my podcast channel, my audio only podcast channel, which is called Sean V Planet. So the channel itself is called Sean V Planet, which can be found on Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. And SeanVPlanet.com has my links and stuff. Excuse me. But um, yeah, I have a comedian podcast. I'm going to be interviewing comedians in the Nashville area. I have another one called Talk About Art. I have really good interviews there with people from San Diego, um, musicians and artists. And it's in the, going forward, it's going to be people in the South and people in Nashville, artists and musicians and just, you know, podcasters, people doing like making content, making interesting art in various mediums and various forms. I'm going to be interviewing them getting their thoughts on things and opening up their personality to you guys, <laughs> not just their art, their works in general. And uh, my last one, Sean Fights the Internet. I have a good um, episode coming out next week with Weather Girl, the famous Weather Girl. I met up with her in Los Angeles, and I thought it was creepy, and she didn't. So we kind of talk about that a little bit, but really interesting conversations, but that, that podcast is going to be a lot more like news, politics, pop culture, talking point stuff, conspiracy theories, um, talking about like toxic masculinity and stuff. And, um, if I should own a tank, if I should be able to own a tank or not. <laughs> so again, that's a hashtag Sean fights the internet. That's the news, politics, controversies, internet debate podcast. Talk about art is the one where I interview artists and musicians and that's offensive is where I interview comedians you can find all those on Sean V Planet podcast channel on Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Podcasts, SeanVPlanet.com. Find all my replays here, bitshoot.com slash Sean V Planet and YouTube on my plan, channel with Sean V Planet. Uh, Sean V Planet, Sean V Planet. Follow me on, on social media, on Twitter, Instagram, Gab, at Sean V Planet. And yeah, that's about it. If you want to send me letters, handwritten letters, notes, if you want to just be my pen pal, um, right at the top, um, not for stream or something, or just read off stream. But what I want to start doing is just opening mail when I start getting it from you guys and just opening up like on my live streams and talking about what you guys want me to talk about, answering your questions, covering topics you want me to say. If you have Bible verses for me or things, you know, Bible discussions you want me to have and learn and talk about in the moment, I'll open them up live and uh, we can have those, we can have those discussions. So again, that's Sean Corey, S-E-A-N-C-O-R-Y. And the address is P.O. Box 330-172, Nashville, Tennessee, 37203. Or you can hit up my DMs, Twitter, Instagram, Gab, hit up my DMs and we can have conversations. I'm open to having good conversations. I want to learn. And if you want to learn from me, I'm willing to do that. And yeah, I guess that's probably all. That's probably it. I hope this even worked. This might not have even worked. I might've just been talking to myself for an hour. <laughs> um, so hopefully this saves and works and uploads and all that stuff. And yeah, as always, uh, keep the faith, stay loyal, be hopeful. Life is going to be good. This year is going to be good, even though it's going to be chaotic and crazy. If you follow the North Star, keep heading the direction. Keep taking that staircase step by step by step up towards the light. Things are going to work out for you. They truly are. They really, truly are going to work out for you. And if you just be good and do good, you're going to love and be loved. It's really crazy how it works out, but um, it does. Again, I love you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. 
Thank you guys. Thanks for putting up with my nonsense. If you need to correct me or educate me, hit me up in my PO box or on my DMs. And um, yeah, have a great day and a great night.